Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for being someone who subscribes to our show and listens to what I'm putting out there into the world. If you're a regular listener to the show, you know, you already know all of this, that I have a big commitment to people. I have a commitment to people living great lives. I have a commitment to people of kind of flexing that muscle and developing that muscle to let go of whatever might be holding them back to cause breakthroughs in their life. And, you know, that's my commitment until the day I die. And obviously, it's a great thing for me. I mean, I get get lit up like a Christmas tree, to be honest, when I get messages from people who point to specific things that have shifted their view, shifted their perspective, and allowed them to step into certain situations in their life and cause significant breakthrough for themselves. You know, I fundamentally believe, you guys, that that all people are absolutely capable of causing big breakthrough in their lives. And that includes you. You're capable of producing tremendous breakthrough in your life. What does it mean to cause a breakthrough? Well, a breakthrough is a result that is distinct and unique and different from the results that you've been producing in your life to this point. So it's one that breaks through the normal. So I call it a breakthrough, okay? And to produce a breakthrough in life, most people believe that that takes some kind of gumption or motivation. I've often got a problem with the whole notion of motivation, right? And I fundamentally believe this to be true too, by the way. If you think of the most motivated people that you can think of, right? Like think of like really fucking famous people or some shit, right? Like, I don't know, The Rock or somebody, right? Or a top athlete or whoever you might have in mind that you feel as if captures that fire, right? I really don't think those people get up in the morning and the first thing they do is like, all right, let me get the motivational videos on from YouTube. I don't think they're doing that. I don't think they're like, oh yeah, I need to get my fire going. I think they are already fired up because they've got a life. They've built a life that inspires them. But I think there are days when they're not inspired. I think there are days when, you know, I'm just not feeling it. But they've become so accustomed to performing on those days that breakthrough is something that comes in their life. It comes frequently. So in other words, they're not always motivated. And if you actually look at it like for yourself, right, you're always motivated with something. And if you look at the things in your life where you have little problem getting motivated with, 
And some of you might be sitting there going, oh, fuck, I got nothing. I'm, <laughs> I need motivated. I need motivated to go make myself a cup of coffee. But if you look in the places in your life where you do experience that little glimpse of motivation, and I talked about this. Jeez, my memory escapes me, I guess. I think it was unfuck yourself. This is it, unfuck yourself. Mostly we want motivation to help us do something. Like it's, it's like we're seeking a driver for the car. I want chauffeured. And unfortunately, there's just going to be these times in your life, and there might be a lot of them. You may get into this kind of spot for days, weeks, months, years even, when you're spending your time seeking the motivation to make the changes that you want in life. And I'm sorry, you're going to have to make those changes in the absence of the motivation to do it. You're going to have to be the one that sees this thing through. I'm not inspired to do everything in my life. I wouldn't expect you to be either. I think sometimes in the self-help industry, there's this notion that people should be all, you know, fucking fired up and lit up like a Christmas tree and yay, let's freaking do it. (laughs) Come on, this is my day. No, (laughs) shit. You You might not feel that at all. You might be like, oh, fuck this shit. Screw it. Nobody cares. Why should I? And by the way, that doesn't mean to say you're walking around under a gray cloud. Certainly on the outside, you might be experiencing that internally. And then tying up your shoelaces and splashing your face and heading off out into the world every day with that in the background of your thoughts as you go to work, as you interact with people, as you do your life, what's in the background of your thoughts is, I can't, what's the point, it's too much, I'm burned out, I'm confused, I don't know what to do, I'm a loser anyway, so what's the fucking point of that, no one will help me, and on and on, just whirring away in the background of your thoughts. Yeah, you'll have to get this shit done with those thoughts. You don't get to just like, please, somebody just come in and power wash my brain. Because <laughs> when, I've, when I've had my scrub, I'll be fucking great. No, you have to do it in the midst of all of that. You know, there is no better time. You know, I hear this a lot with people like the timing or I don't have the money, which I went off on that either last episode or the episode before, but you won't make the change until you get the finances. No, make the change. Go ahead. Make the fucking change. Now, in my life and the things that I've done in my life, I've tended to make, and I've gotten better at this, by the way, as I've gotten older, but I've made big changes in my life. I've sometimes made big changes in my life in the absence of my circumstances lining up with a change I want to make. So that is, I've been living life in a certain way and I've thought to myself, fuck this. I need to make a big change here. I'll immediately go to work on that big change. Whatever I have been doing, I'm done with that. I'll get it complete. I'll do it. But all my energy now goes to the change. So if you're right now scuttling your way to work, in Ohio, 
and your dream is to go live in the coast of Oregon, then you should get to work on that right now. Like you should start scouting out where you're going to live, how you're going to live, where you could work, or do you do your work that you currently do when you're out there? How are you going to get out of the house you bought or the house you're leasing right now? You've got to do that work right now. Don't sit there and while your life away, wondering about what you should do and shouldn't do and the best way to do it and la, 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 la. Get to fucking work. In other words, you got to make that happen even though your internal state, your emotional state, your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions aren't lining up with the thing you're trying to make happen. And that's how it is for me. Too often we buy ourselves off with this thing called our gut. We buy ourselves off with that. Oh, I'm not feeling it. My gut tells me no. My gut never fucking tells me no. My gut tells me pizza. My gut tells me I'm hungry. And when I'm hungry, I'm not at my most composed when it comes to making life decisions. So mostly when people are referring to their gut, what they're talking about is some neurological trigger that when it goes off, it reminds you of something else that has happened or not happened in your life. And you're attaching that to this situation and going with it. Oh, my gut's never wrong. Yes, it fucking is. How do I know that? Numerous occasions in my life when my gut was screaming one thing and I did the other and the other thing worked. So my gut's not always right. And if you were to take the time to really understand your own internal mechanisms, you're a little minefield. You're a little minefield. That is, there's little neurological, little brain patterns of explosions that happen when triggered. And so in certain situations, you're going, yeah, that's it. And that little brain pattern gets triggered. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's this situation. No, it's fucking not. That's your shit getting triggered again. And it's with everything. We're learning the lessons of our past for sure. What we don't realize is we're also getting burdened by those lessons because we're looking for the same things to happen again. I'm not doing that again. And even that doesn't fucking work. I mean, how many times have you said that to yourself? I'm not doing that again. Then you do it. Even though you know, (laughs) like, this is not going to go well for me, but fuck it. (laughs) So to be powerful in life will require you to be really clear about one, that life change must happen for you, that it must happen. But secondly, that you're the only one that can do that. You'll have to do that while perhaps even doubting that it can happen. But that's what makes it so sweet. That's what makes it so powerful for you as a human being is when you've caused a breakthrough that went beyond what you thought was possible for you, that you caused a breakthrough that went beyond what you thought was possible for you. I spent a big chunk of my life never really knowing myself that way, never really knowing myself as someone who could go beyond what I thought was possible. And there's a common thing, and I see it a lot in these kind of motivational Instagram pages and Facebook pages, you know what it's like, Show them what you can do, basically. 
do it just so you can fucking shove it down their throats. They doubted you. And that's why you should do it. No, that's a completely wrong approach. First of all, you should check in whether you really want to do it. I'm not going to fucking do something just to show you that I can do it. And all too often, by the way, and I've heard this many times in my career, people find themselves pursuing a life that they don't even want. It was literally a demonstration to another person or a group of people that they could do this. And then they get so far fucking down, they get lost in it. Now, whatever you're doing in life, the first thing you got to ask yourself with that is, okay, is this what I want in my life? And if it is what I want in my life, then I'm doing it for me. And all too often too, you'll be doing it in spite of you because you're hardwired for safety and you're hardwired for certainty and you're hardwired for things to be predictable. Mostly what you're facing in life is that mechanism for life to be either the same or some version of what it's already been. That's why you connect with the same kinds of people that they seem that way to you. People think, oh, like I'm, I'm a magnet for certain kinds of people. No, you're fucking not. You find them. The people in your life fulfill a certain role, kind of role of predictability. They're like, in quotes, they're like the people that were once in your life in one way or another. So you can safely relate to them in that way. Therefore, that whole world of your past gets to continue. People want to repeat the past, believe it or not, because even though that past was shit, it's predictable. That's why people get trapped in this whole victim mentality. A victim mentality is a way of thinking, a way of seeing the world. And in that world, in that mentality, everything's bigger than you, simply put. And so you get to explain your life by describing these things that are bigger than you, like traffic is bigger than you, like your boss or your job or your career or your relationship or your feelings or your health, or the current state of your family, your friendships, like it's all bigger than you. Oh yeah, my family's fucked up. So my only answer is to do this. This is what I'm doing to handle that. Like you talk like everything's bigger than you. That's a victim mentality. I have, I mean, I'm not kidding. I've got all the fucking compassion in the world for people that have been victim to things a very little time for victim mentality. I don't think less of you for it. In fact, a lot of my work is to empower those folks. But don't expect me to kind of jump in there with you and go, oh yeah, poor you. I won't. I'm not going to do that. Because I realize the kind of change that you want in your life, you're going to have to bring it. I might give you a little bit of insight or point you in a certain direction. That's fine. So I always take the approach when it comes to causing breakthroughs in my own life, that I am bigger than this thing that I'm up to, whatever that thing might be, right? Like writing a book. I'm not going to get overwhelmed by writing a book. No, I'm going to get myself in the kind of spots mentally where I'm going to be relentless with that thing and I'm going to keep bringing it to that thing and I'm going to drive that thing through to the final goal. 
I'm going to make that happen. And there are plenty of times when internally, my internal state is not lining up with that getting done or any one of a number of things. This week, I want you to really understand it's not simply a case of you can do this and you fucking can. Don't tell me. And immediately that thought came up, by the way, like, yeah, not in my situation or not with my husband or my wife or my parents or my boss or my financial situation or my past or my, no, you, you, right where you are listening to this right now, you can fucking do this. You. And it needs to be you. And people might say, well, no, I need other people to help me. Yeah, but that's still you. That's still you. You got to find a way. You can't have this be bigger than you. And that's when people can constitute themselves, like put themselves in a spot in life where they're like, no, I'm, I'm a fucking force of nature. I can literally make things happen. And I can make great things happen. One of the big breakthroughs in my life was that I realized I would have to be the love in my family. It's not like love wasn't there, but I would have to be it. I'd have to bring it. But I'd spent a big time in my life, like, just kind of giving up with that. Like, well, nobody's doing it, so why the fuck should I? But it's the same with stuff like my friendships. I don't expect my friends to connect with me as some kind of measure of the depth of our friendship. No, I do that. I connect. I don't give a fuck if I've called you the last 20 times and you haven't called me once. I don't care. I don't care if I've called you eight times and you haven't picked the fucking phone up. I'll call you nine times. Why? I'm forming this friendship. This is what I want. And it'll go that way until there might be a point in my life where I'm like, well, I don't want this. But I'm not going to hold them responsible for that. I'm going to cause this thing to happen. I'm going to make this thing happen. And you need to come to terms with that. No one is coming to save you. No one. No one's saving you. That's your fucking job. So if you want to change career, if you want to start a business, if you want to ask somebody out, if you want to ask somebody to marry you, if you want to finally take your body on in a way that works, you got to take the whole of it on. You got, this is on you, but not like it's on you like a burden. It's on you like the greatest fucking opportunity of your life. It's on you. I mean, let's use the example of your body. Just imagine that day in the future where you've caused that fucking breakthrough. In that moment of realization, like I've done it. You know yourself as a different person. You are not the same fucking person. Right there, in that moment, you're like, wow, I fucking did it. I did it. That's right, you did it. But that's only a beginning. You can reinvent yourself in lots of ways, like being fiscally successful, having a financial plan for yourself that works and allows you to thrive that you set off in a career path that's more in alignment with what you're here for on this fucking planet. And on and on and on. All right, we're going to go on a short break. 
in a moment. Of course, if you want to be part of a future episode, that is, if you've got a question or a suggestion, and people have been sending me in some really good suggestions. There was one that I looked at this week that I think I'm going to take on for a future episode about the impact of bullying on a person's life. I think we might do that next week or the week after. But anyway, you can send me a question. You can share with me your problem or your issue or your item that you want to get some clarity with. You can call me and leave a message on the hotline, 646-450-3203, You can email me, connect at garyjohnbishop.com, connect at garyjohnbishop.com, or you can go to the Unfuck Nation website. There's a form there that you can fill out with your name and your question or your conundrum and submit it. And I get it and I read it and I read them all. You know, you could be part of a future show. Also, don't forget, you guys, t-shirts, sweatshirts, all that great stuff. The Unfuck store. I've been getting more and more people sending me pictures of them with their t-shirts on, which is brilliant. I actually went and did a speaking engagement in Texas last week with the wonderful people at Lavelle. There was about 4,000 people there. And when I do a speaking engagement, I love to go right out into the audience. I'm not somebody who stands up in a platform or behind a podium or something. You know, I, I usually, if they'll allow me, I get off the platform and I walk the whole floor, right? And I've done that with 20,000 people in a room, by the way. I love to go and connect with real people. But anyway, are we up the back of this room? There was somebody there with her Unfuck Nation t-shirt on, which was so fucking cool. It was so cool. Yeah, like people are ringing the bell for the nation. It's awesome. All right, we're going to take our short break. I'll be back in a minute. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. And we got a freaking great question here from a member of the nation. And when I get into this question, I'm going to deal with this question in two parts. Okay, So you got to listen really keenly. You got to listen very closely to what I'm saying. Because what I'm about to address is a big fucking problem. And it's not a problem you want in your life. Okay? You don't want this problem in your life. So here goes. It's a voicemail we got from April. And April says, hi, Gary. It's April. I was calling because I wanted to know after a breakup where the man turned out to be a compulsive liar, an extreme narcissist, and not into women. 
but he would gaslight me, made me think I was crazy. How do you recover from something like that when you truly love that person, but that person did everything they could to mentally break you down? How do you recover from that? That's my question. All right, April. So I want you to strap yourself in April, okay? Because I'm going to do this in two parts. So the first thing I need you to understand is I have no idea what the fuck happened in your relationship. No idea from your description. Because all you did was throw a bunch of psychological terms at me and I'm supposed to understand what happened in that relationship. And I still don't know. I don't know what happened. And it's going to be really fucking challenging for you to get past this, if you don't start dealing with what is it that actually happened here? All right, so for everybody listening right now, we've got so into this in society that we want to use these fucking terms, and the terms are so broad, and by the way, ultimately leave us victimized because we're helpless with these terms. So I'm going to go through the words you used, April, so that you can get a sense of how just the way you're kind of positioning yourself with this thing, there's no way out. So you said the man turned out to be a compulsive liar. All right, so that sounds like there were frequent occasions when he either didn't tell you the truth or he was hiding the truth from you. So I was in a relationship with a guy who didn't tell me the truth. Okay, I get that. That makes sense. That's what he did. He didn't tell you the truth, and he did that frequently. It might have been every day. It might have been 10 times a day. It might have been about things that seemed inconsequential. That's all irrelevant. The reality is there was a certain truth to things that he would either fabricate or not say anything about. By the way, that's withholding. That's not lying. I don't tell you something that's withholding. Lying is when I fabricate some other thing to cover what I'm withholding, okay? And then you say that extreme narcissist, which again, tells me nothing. And there's so much fascination with this fucking narcissism thing. Get straight to yourself. What was he doing? What was he doing and not doing? He would only ever talk about himself which, by the way, is not quite true. I mean, I'm sure he talks about television shows and all kinds of shit. But he would frequently talk about himself. And in fact, in any given situation, even though the situation might not be about him, he would find a way to make it about him. All right, that tells me a little bit more about this guy and what he did and didn't do. In other words, already, just kind of working our way through this April, you ought to start dropping these fucking terms and start dealing with what actually happened and didn't happen in your relationship. What did he do? What did he not do? What were you expecting him to do? None of this is about blame or none of this. This is all about you coming to terms with the nitty gritty of your relationship rather than some highly polished terms that you've come up with or heard other people talk about or other people have said, oh yeah, that's what that is. I don't fucking care what they say. It's your life, the reality of your life. He frequently did not tell you the truth. That's right. 
And it sounds like, from what you've described here, he would frequently make situations about himself and indulge himself. And then you say, but he would gaslight me and made me think I was crazy, right? I want to take this fucking subject of gaslighting on because there are people in life who psychologists would describe them as psychopaths or sociopaths, okay? That those people actually exist is true. All too often in relationships, especially when they don't go well, people start throwing those fucking terms around, right? Because they Googled them or something. Or they went to see their shrink and their shrink said, oh, oh yeah, that sounds like that. But I want you to understand, this thing gaslighting has been grinding my fucking gears for a while now. You exist in a planet where there are 8 billion views. 8 billion ways of how people think things are. My concern is, and I'm not saying this is the case here for you, April, okay? So you got to kind of set that aside for a moment. So if you're getting hooked or triggered, fucking set it aside and just listen. For most people in their life, they're describing to you how they see it. So you might say, well, I'm fucking offended by that. And they're like, what? What, what, what do you mean you're offended by that? That's not offensive. And then you're saying, well, no, that is offensive. And you're like, well, no, that's not offensive. You're just trying to fucking gaslight me. No, they're sharing their view. The way we speak, you guys, is we say things like they are, like they're set. That is offensive. That's not offensive. When in reality, it's more like that is offensive to me. Or that's not offensive to me. Well, at least there's a little bit of wiggle room there. So again, if you're going to come down to the gaslighting thing, you're going to use that word, which go ahead and fucking use it. But you need to be really crystal clear about what, what are you talking about specifically? What happened? What didn't happen in that situation, April? So that's three items already that you need to get straight with yourself about, about what happened and what didn't happen in that relationship. In your description of this relationship, you are completely at the effect of it. Do people sometimes do that? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's common. We get so wrapped up in it. We step over things. We start letting certain things go. In the name of something, in the name of that it's going to turn out. And you love that person. Okay. So you love this person who wouldn't tell you the truth. You love this person who would insist that their view of reality is reality. You love this person who, in the day-to-day -day living of your life, it sounds like, did not honor you, did not respect you. You love that person. Now, where most people go with that is they'll just throw that up to the fucking gods. Well, oh yeah, you can't choose who you love. Maybe not. Or maybe. Depends on your perspective. But I need you to understand, look, there was a point for you some time ago, by the way, where you realized this thing was not fucking working. And I get why you would drive on and try to find a way to make this work. And I understand that. But it doesn't get away from the fact there was a point here. And this isn't about 
victim blaming. And if that's already coming up for you, seriously, like take a fucking look in the mirror. Right? I mean, if I give my life to empowering people, why the fuck would I go around victim blaming? I would go around having people get empowered and come to certain realizations and realizing that they do have power in life and that they can make choices and that they can make decisions no matter how challenging or tough those decisions might be. So April, I want you to get like, there were moments in this relationship and it might've been a long time ago and it might've been three months ago where you were beginning to say to yourself, this isn't working, but you went with something else. That idea, that thought like this isn't working, you overcame that thought with something else. And that's what I want you to focus on. Now, there are people who would say, go do some more work on yourself. And I would agree with that, actually. I think there's more work you need to do with yourself to come to terms with yourself. Because it sounds like you were sitting in a situation for a long time, but you weren't really focused on what's going to be good for me here. So you were willing to sacrifice yourself at the altar of hope. You were willing to sacrifice yourself at the altar of hope. Now, your partner of choice at the time, I'm going to set him aside here. And I want you to start to confront how readily you did that. That doesn't make you a victim. That makes you someone with a certain kind of view of life, a view of yourself. And there's plenty of given me there, by the way, in your short explanation. I know what you think of yourself. And it's your job to change that, your view of yourself. It's your job to do the work, to go back, to look at your childhood. What did you take out of that childhood? What are you still hanging on to from that childhood? And how is it still playing out in your life as an adult? And if you start to do that work, you'll see that you even getting into a relationship with that person was perfect for your subconscious, given the past you've had. He's the perfect foil. It reconfirms some deeply held beliefs that you have about yourself that are, by the way, quite frankly, bullshit, but you believe them. But you believe them to be true. People want this or that from a relationship to overcome what they already believe about themselves deeply. And then when they don't get it in that relationship, it only further exposes what they already believe about themselves. So there has to come a point, especially when things don't work or they break up, where you have to get off the blame game. You just have to. You have to. Does that let that person go free? In some ways, yeah. But their behavior... They're not going to interrupt that. They're just going to take that and take that and take that. And it's not your job to change them. But clearly going into this relationship, you had an idea of where this should go. And that other person had an idea of how they thought this should go. And those two ideas didn't come together. Simply put, that's it. Does that person have items and issues from their past that they need to deal with? Probably. Do you? Definitely. The only reason I don't say definitely about them is I haven't heard from them. If I heard from them, I'm pretty sure I would say definitely. Our current day relationships are a playground for all that we have hung on to from our childhood, period. So how do you get free? Which is ultimately the crux of your issue. How you get free is you confront and deal with 
the degree to which your freedom wasn't an issue earlier, the degree to which you continued to punish yourself in this relationship by allowing yourself to be in a relationship with someone who clearly, clearly was not behaving in a way that was consistent with how you thought this should go. The straight of it is, lying doesn't work in a relationship. It doesn't fucking work. Even the little ones don't work. Lying doesn't work. Get your fucking cards on the table. If you can't be yourself in a relationship with somebody, then where the fuck are you going to be yourself? Where? That's the one place you should be able to be yourself. So the person you were in a relationship with, April, they were not open to the idea of being themselves with you. They weren't. And whatever they were trying to mask or cover, they did a really shitty job of it because as it always happens, it comes out in one way or another. It manifests. Lies manifest in a relationship. The truth might never be out, but the fumes, the noxious fumes of your lies permeate the air. And everyone has to live with a stink. So I want you to get off of this notion of and they, 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 because that won't set you free, okay? And I'm only interested in your freedom. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. I don't give a fuck even what you think about that. I'm interested in you being free. And you got to start with, I'm unwilling to do this to myself anymore. I'm unwilling to do this to myself anymore, regardless of the justification or the reason why I'm doing it. I'm unwilling to do that to myself. And I acknowledge and take responsibility for what I did to myself. I'm setting aside the justification. I'm setting aside the explanation of what I did or didn't do. Even though I might have done it in good faith, even though I might have done it with the best intention, none of that fucking matters. None of that matters. Now. None of that matters now. Because those were the moments, April, where you rolled the dice in the hope that it would turn out for you. And it didn't. And as you say in your voicemail, this person did everything they could to break you. They're not very good at it, are they? Because here you are, still fucking swinging, still big, still a possibility. You might be reeling a bit. You might have taken a blow or two. But here you fucking are. And that's the same for everybody listening to this. Here you are. Now what? So you acknowledge, you take responsibility for where you find yourself in your life. And you own the whole fucking thing. They did what they did. You did what you did. And that's how it rolls. Now what? Now where do we go? What's next for you? What's next in your life? And as I've said many times on this fucking show, if you're not inspired by what's next, you're too fascinated by what's been. You can have the life you want, April. Often I find people say, they go into these little pathways of, you know, I'm afraid to love again. And I, say, I get all that, right? And I really do understand that. There's a tremendous degree of vulnerability is required to love another. And it's literally to love another, right? Because in that relationship, whatever love you gave, 
It never landed. Which sometimes that's that's the deal we love. That's the deal with fucking buying milk. Sometimes it's sour. It's all in a spectrum. You're buying into the whole thing. You don't get to just get the bits you want. It's not a situation that worked out for you. Okay. Now what? If you want to have love in your life, you have to be willing to love. And again, yeah, I'm contrary to a lot of the shit you hear, being open to receive it and all that stuff. No. When you are loving, you have all the love you could ever want when you're loving. When it's unconditional. When your love is conditional, you're constantly seeking for what you're getting back, which will never fill that hole. So April, I get all that. I get all how that went. You start with just owning who you are, who you've been, and you got to start giving yourself fully to what's next for you. What's next? Which includes, by the way, doing some of that work on yourself. Go read Stop Doing That Shit. Go ahead. Go read that book and study that book and take notes in that book. Or if you want to do one of the fucking creative life courses, go do one of them. I've got plenty of work out there where you can do work on yourself and come to understandings of yourself that will empower you. All right, you guys, that's it for the week. Thank you, April, for your brilliant fucking question. Because I know that question is going to have made a difference for a lot of people in the nation. So thank you for your vulnerability and your courage. And I acknowledge you for the difference you've made for everybody who listens to this show. You're a big human being. And I want you to know, as with everyone in the nation, I love you. I love you for who you are. All right, you guys, that's it for this week's show. As usual, review, rate, subscribe, wherever you get your podcast. Write me a nice review or your review, even if it's not a fucking nice one, write it, right? And write the show and subscribe to the show. And if at all possible on your social media, just throw a tweet out, a little Instagram post, something on your Facebook page about Unfuck Nation and the difference that it makes for you. And maybe we can reach a few more people, right? All right, you guys. Thanks for everything. I'll see you on the flip side. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.